0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates' daily podcast. I'm Mario Selinas. It's a delight for me to be able to share with you a story from my life again. And usually when I share one of these stories, I leave you with an exhortation that I've drawn from the story that I share with you. But I feel like today the story leads me to a declaration to make over the lives of so many that are going to be listening to this from the nations. The story brings us to one of the rugged terrain uh, places of Cyprus, uh, a mountain range in particular, where while I was in the service, uh, fellow soldiers of mine and I, and different officers and commanders, and our entire unit would actually move to this mountain region and for 15 days conduct reconnaissance missions in the area. And once during that two-week period, every soldier that was there got to go out with a group of fellow soldiers. We took turns every night to a local coffee shop, which is very much um, characteristic of that part of the world and of that part of the country, the Near East, the Middle East, where there are these outside uh, seating areas of tables and chairs and uh, sometimes under an awning or a roof. And it's, it's out in the open air and the men of the village usually gather there at night to play backgammon or, or cards or to talk and discuss the politics of the day, to have a coffee together and you can get different refreshments there and some snacks. <clears throat> and um, the place wasn't anything special, anything that I remember standing out. It was very much standard fare for the kind of thing that you would find in that part of the the world and it was so exciting though for us after being in the mountains and and living a very rugged type of lifestyle for days it was very exciting to be able to go out <clears throat> with our friends and have one night on the town so to speak for a few hours to just relax and 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 have coffee or tea or something which would be a luxury compared to what we had to do throughout the day and um, I'm sharing with you something that happened the night that I went there. The first time I did this twice, so two years I went twice to this particular place, and in both both occasions, this happened. But it was the first time I went there that I was greatly impacted by something that took place there, and my story springs from that today. So when we when we arrived at this place and we sat down, there were there were a group of men. Conversing and and playing backgammon and doing doing their thing. I don't remember exactly what they looked like or what they were saying or they you know they greeted us discreetly, not making a big fuss about us being there. They kind of nodded. Uh, one of them raised their hand, kind of thing. It wasn't it wasn't anything uh, extravagant, but they recognized us uh, because we always wear the, the the green beret when we're out in public and um, <clears throat> you know our our uniform, and uh, when we sat down and ordered, they brought our drinks. Um, I, I don't remember. People were having cokes and snacks and things like that, just light fare. And uh, the man of the of the establishment, the the, the permittee there, he said, uh, "Your everything you're having is already paid for," <clears throat> and he kind of looked in the direction of the table where the men had been sitting, <clears throat> and so. We were really thankful and we, we raised our hands and, and waved to them and they just very, very graciously acknowledged with some nods our, 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 our thanks and we carried on. And then another wave of, of soldiers from our unit came, they, uh, they were just kind of straggling in. So I was with a group of three or four guys and then a few more came. And as more groups were coming, <clears throat> I started to notice that the men around that table were taking turns making eye contact with the owner and ever so slightly nodding in his direction to let him know that individual was responsible for the table that just seated or the individuals that just walked into the place and they were taking care of the bill for that particular um, group. And I, I want you to understand something I want to try to paint this picture. I had lived my whole life up until that point desiring to be a special forces warrior. I I tell the story in different books I've written and different things I've done all over the world, speaking and and teaching and talked about passion and a desire to do something that was impossible. And running to the impossible was actually one of the titles of my book. And I told the story of how I got into the special forces because I really wasn't... um, cut out for that type of training and that type of experience, but I had a passion that superseded my limitation. Right there, I just said something for you. I had a passion that exceeded and superseded my limitation, and the passion drove me uh, to the place where I was able to do the training and able to uh, get into that elite uh, group of soldiers. And so in that moment, when I'm seated at the table with my comrades, so to speak, I am living my dream. I am living what I've always wanted to do since I was a boy of uh, nine years old and I saw a special forces warrior on a, on a, on a raised um, uh, guard post outside of a military base, a special forces base in Cyprus while we were picnicking with my family. And when I saw that soldier there, I desired in that moment to be like him. And I lived that dream for about 10 years of my life. And now I am that guy. Now I am that soldier. And we were just given respect and honor by the men of that village. And in that moment, I saw the example through what these men did to treat us to what we were having, to what I wanted to be for the rest of my life, which was a facilitator of blessing for others. I had lived with a dream To become um, a warrior, an elite soldier, to become part of a brotherhood that is very tight and very well trained and very disciplined. And when I became that, I was positioned from that spot of my life to behold what I wanted to become. The Bible says that the steps of a good man or a righteous man are ordered of the Lord and he delights in his way. And and I'll tell you, trust in the Lord with all your heart, it says in Proverbs, and, and He will um, He will direct your, your steps. He will direct your paths. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. And, and I tell you, when, when we are rightly aligned with, with God, when we are walking in His ways, when we are in destiny pursuing what our passion drives us towards and what His backing Is for us to accomplish. We are positioned to behold something that could change us and take us to the next level of significance and impact. I wasn't meant to be an elite soldier for the rest of my life. I was destined to be an elite soldier for that period of my life. But when I was seated at that table, while everybody was talking about the events of the day and laughing and having a good time, I had been. Impregnated with the inspiration to be like those men who, very discreetly, without making a big noise, without drawing a lot of attention to themselves, were facilitating a good time for everyone else around them through their generosity and largeness of heart. And what inspired me the most was that it wasn't just one person doing this, but it was a group of men who were friends who had a pact among themselves, who had who had an agreement, who had an understanding that they would take turns treating the groups of soldiers that would be seated at that table. I found out the second time I went there the next year that they knew that Special Forces was training in that area at that time of the year, and that group of men for years had undertaken the, the privilege to them and the honor of treating the Special Forces to whatever they would have, not one officer or soldier ever paid for anything in that restaurant because these men undertook that responsibility. And so here is a group of friends who are working together to show honor and respect to the armed forces of their country and doing it very discreetly. I just I remember the nod that that one man gave, and the other thing is, I I, I want to say this: we have to be perceptive in an environment where we're seated, to be able to capture the next thing for us, to be able to capture the next wave of inspiration coming in our direction, to to be able to grab that arrow of of passion that is coming to strike our heart yet again, to drive us to the next level that we're supposed to attain. And I tell you, I have lived since that day with a passion and a desire to be uh, a benefactor, to be a facilitator, to be... I've said it in some settings, a full-time giver, someone who who has abundance and wealth and is able to bless the nations and to be able to facilitate for others, not just what they need for survival, but actually to facilitate the environment in which they can grow and learn and advance to the next level. And the declaration that I felt to make off of that story is that many of you listening to this right now are well-positioned By being driven by your passion to this moment and to this place of your life, whatever country you're in, whatever setting you're in, whatever professional environment you may find yourself in, or ministry environment, or whatever it may be, look around you and take inventory of what you see. Because I believe even now and in the days ahead, you will begin to see what you were destined to live for, for the rest of your days that what you are doing now was to be the catalyst for what you will doing in the future what you will be doing in the future and that all of what you've done to get to this moment is positioning you for what this moment is ushering you into and i believe that god is ordering your steps because you've been found righteous before him and he is directing your paths and because you've trusted him with your life and you've given yourself wholly to Him, He will show you the next thing you are to engage. It could be a slight nod like that man's that night for me. It could be uh, an environment where there's so much going on in the room that it takes discernment and great perception and being able to catch things in the air, to be able to see and to perceive and to comprehend and understand what God has for you coming up. But I believe that your heart is ready, and the soil has been tilled, and, ha- and the ground is prepared for good seeds to be sown there. And so I remember finishing up today with you. I remember leaving that place a changed man. And I remember as we were walking back to our makeshift base, uh, for those days, I remember talking to a good friend of mine. I'm still friends with him to this day, and our wives are friends, and we've continued this relationship since then. It's been more than 30 years now, and I remember talking to this friend of mine and saying, "Did did you see? Did you see this?" And I and I described what I had seen, and I and I told him what I had perceived in that moment when that man ever so slightly nodded. And and my friend says, "Yeah, I, I guess one of the guys was paying for everything, right?" And I realized that my good friend, who was also very perceptive and very observant, he he caught what was happening, but I realized that it hadn't impacted him the same way it impacted me. And as I asked some of the other guys, some of them were absolutely oblivious. They're like, who paid? Did, did one of you guys pay? Like we, did, They didn't understand what was going on because they were so caught up in the moment and of us being... Special Forces warriors in that village, in that moment, in that time, in this exercise that we were doing called reconnaissance. And they couldn't escape that moment to capture something bigger than us that was taking place in that room. And and I remember, obviously I don't speak this uh, against them, and I'm not saying they missed something that they should have caught. It wasn't for them to catch maybe, but it was for me. And, and realizing that I was perhaps enabled and empowered by God, from all of heaven, receiving strength to become what I was in that moment, to see this and to be transformed by it. I've lived with the vision of being a facilitator and being a benefactor and being someone who makes way for others to have abundance and to grow into abundance since that day. And I go back to that today to declare over you that today and in the days ahead, open your eyes Let your ears capture what what sound will come in your way and what vibration and frequency will be released from heaven to usher you into the next phase of your life and into destiny, into what you were designed and made to accomplish. And the steps that you've taken so far have been ordered of the Lord to come to this point and to this moment, to be launched into the deeper waters, into the greater things, and deeper into the heart of our God, who is so good and so faithful, and loves us, and shows us His ways. I bless you today, in all the nations, the countries, the regions that you're listening to this from. And until we speak again, Shalom.